welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-funded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And I'm Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. Today's guest that we want to introduce you to is Alex, Alex Jones, I don't know why I struggled saying Alex, from Little, uh, Lovely Little Design Co. And after spending over 10 years in marketing design and public relations event management, Alex did what all creatively stifled marketing coordinators do and started a stationary brand. With three degrees and a diploma in media communication, graphic design, and image arts, Alex is well suited to make Lovely Little Design Co. a household name. When not designing or printing, you can find her hanging out in Hamilton with her pretty incredible husband, their two dogs, Noah and Ellie, and their sweet little boys, Hudson, Dawson, and Pax. She's brave. She had three babies in three years. Oh my goodness. Welcome, Alex. We're so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my house is a little bit crazy at the moment. So how are you guys doing today? Great. I actually have a crazy household as well, but um, only one child in the household. I just have three grown men and two dogs. So just around the same amount of people. Just um, my people should be responsible for themselves, but you know, house mom status. No, they're not. I usually say that I have uh, four children. Um, my husband hates that line, um, but I feel it's, uh, it's, it's the truth most of the time. So we are so excited to hear about how you found your passion and changed from all of those marketing design and public relations. I mean, I know those kind of tie into designing a little bit, but I want to hear more how you really realized that this was your passion. And also, if you would love to share with us your truth, we really love to show our listeners exactly how it is that our guests meld together their passion and their truth so that they can really be in that genius spot. Awesome. Okay. Well, I um, found myself working in marketing, as, as you said in my bio, um, and I really felt like I was extremely creatively stifled and I had no control over anything that I was doing and I was a coordinator and I recognized that it would take years and years to grow on that ladder um, I was doing great work and wasn't recognized for it um, and I was really great at what I was doing but I didn't love it and then I got pregnant with my first son um, and it really grew out of my passion grew out of necessity almost so I found myself at nighttime using InDesign using Photoshop using my skills and creating logos and websites for for no reason just for fun and I realized I could turn this into my life and be there for my son and then my other son and then my other son so three in a row um, happened very quickly and I was very lucky that I had taken the leap um, 
to start my own business. And I mean, when I worked in marketing, the path that I saw in front of me was completely laid out. So these are the steps that are going to be my life. I'm going to be a coordinator, an associate, a manager, a project manager, and then maybe get to a VP kind of thing. And I had read something the other day that when the steps are laid out in front of you, that's not your path because your path you don't know yet. That is so true. I think that all of the time we think we know our paths and that it's something we are always trying to stick to our path. This is the plan I made, but we really have to make space for those opportunities to come up and for things to change and shift. Like you, I really started to embrace my passion after my daughter was born. She helped me realize what my truth was, which is to raise a generation of women and children who are confident and who embrace self-love and through realizing all of that when she was born has really taken my passion that I've had since high school and found that genius spot. So I love that you say that you don't always know your path and it's a journey you have to go on and sometimes things happen. Sometimes you discover new things. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And the funny thing is, is that your path takes shape when you have enough strength to live your truth. Um, and I realized that I loved being my own boss and being creative and being there for my family. Um, and everything has unfolded, not as a plan, but how it should unfold in your life. I think that a lot of times when we struggle so much with having to stick to our plan and not letting it unfold on its own is because we feel like something is out of control in our life and we want to have control. And I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately because I feel like when we do have that out of control feeling, we might not even realize it sometimes. It just is always there in the back of our minds. Maybe something happened when we were children that led us to be this way and to hold on so tightly. Um, have you ever experienced anything like that, Alex? Um, in the sense that I felt held back. Uh, I, I, as a designer, um, you need to be very open-minded and, and allow yourself the space to breathe to be creative so for myself I'll have an entire week sometimes where I'm stuck and I'm and I can't I'll have a custom design and I can't think of the right design to do and I've stopped myself because I'm worried that if it's not going to be perfect I'm not even going to start and and that's something that I've gotten over in the last I would probably say it's only been about a year that I've realized that okay, I'm holding myself back from being able to do my best work. Sometimes it's best to just start, just go, just do, and, and allow yourself to make mistakes because I also find that's when you do the best work. Yeah, I definitely think we need to get rid of that feeling that 
things need to be perfect. It's something that it it really just holds us back. It holds us back so much. Like we develop in the chaos. We develop in the messiness and the imperfections are actually what is beautiful about each of us. It's what makes us unique. Absolutely, I agree. And I think the funny thing is, is I went to um, a really awesome female entrepreneurs event in Hamilton uh, a few weeks ago and we watched the Dream Girl documentary, um, which is really awesome. Um, and then somebody, the host came up and said, what did everybody think? And nobody said anything. And I put my hand up and I was like, okay, I'll go up and talk. And I had nothing planned. And I had, and as much as I love talking to people, talking to a room of 30 people is, is a little bit scary, but I was like, you know what? Don't do what you normally do. And the group was very receptive and I ended up networking and speaking to a lot of women afterwards that were in the same position and, and, and we, and people felt strength, I guess, from me getting up and being the first person to do something or try something. And I think so often we hold ourselves back on purpose. And when you do things unplanned and when you're okay with not being perfect I think that's where our true authentic selves come out so when I say okay it's it's all right if the client doesn't like this um because this is this is why they hired me because I'm the expert um and it turns out I was right in that respect that a lot of the time now when I send something that I think is wonderful for their brand and this is why this and I break it down and I explain it and I look at their target audience um, it, they understand my reasoning more so than being like here's exactly what you asked me for and they go oh well, I really you know I really didn't like that when then you think it's exactly what I what you asked me to do but I think when I trust myself and I trust my expertise and I trust my gut when I design, I find I do better work. I have to say I really appreciate that because like you said, so often we, we get caught up in almost like overthinking what it is that we're doing. Um, and so we get caught up in like all the brain space of like, well, are they gonna like this? Are they not gonna like this? Is this the right thing that I should be doing? Should I be doing something else? And it, it really is so important to just trust your gut and just kind of go with the flow. And once you're able to do that, you can present more inspired work, I think. Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, I think that it's um, inspired work does come from your gut. And I think what a lot of the clients that I work with are were so involved in what we see online we're so involved in everybody's instagram posts or the perfect pinterest posts but when you are truly authentic to yourself and you kind of fly by the seat of your pants like i like to say that parenting really prepared me for owning my own business because when i became a mom for the first time i had no idea what i was doing and now with my third it's like Yep, you can eat a chicken wing at six months old. That's fine. I know that you're not going to die, right? So you learn and you you grow as you go and you learn how to trust yourself and trust your instincts. 
That's probably the best parenting advice I've ever heard in my life. I absolutely love that. The chicken wing at six months or <laughs> just flying by the seat of your pants? Both. All of it. It's perfect. I, I, I love that because, I, you know, I don't have any kids right now, but there are so many moms that, you know, they freak because they're like, well, what if I do something wrong? Or, you know, this is You're not gonna... going to kill them. I have no, they're three fine. living children. <laughs> yep. And, you know, I started when I was 25. I'm 30 now. And um, I've run my own business the whole time. I had, I've had no childcare help other than my parents and my husband's parents. Um, but I've never put them in daycare. I've never had a nanny. And I've run this business and grown this business and watched my children grow and I had no plan you really like life kept throwing babies at me uh, honestly we got pregnant with our second when my first was three months old and we got pregnant with our third when my second was eight months old so I I didn't breathe for three and a half years That's so crazy. Um, there's two things I wanted to chime in about. One, I wanted to um, ask you how you sustained your business during those crazy three and a half years because <laughs> I'm trying to start a business. Well, I have been, I guess, starting a business for the past year since my daughter's been born, but I, when I'm pregnant, I cannot work. Like I am horrible at focus and creativity when I'm pregnant. And so I'd love to know more about that. And then also I wanted to, I really just wanted to highlight how awesome that point you made about how trusting your gut in designing for your clients is important because I think, like you said, so many of us get wrapped up into that like, this is what everyone else is doing type of a thing. And when we design for ourselves, I could see us trusting our guts, but to actually think about trusting your gut when you're designing for someone else, I think that is so important and also something that we really don't talk about or think about. Yeah, absolutely. So to the first point, how did I function? Um, so I used to be the type of person that needed 10 to 12 hours a night of sleep. Um, now, after my first, um, I had insomnia with him. So I started the business when I was about six months pregnant. Um, and I would work most through the night um, and then sleep during the day. It was a very odd schedule. And then when he was born, he was very colicky. And so I was up most of the night with him. Um, and I worked on my computer and, and he would sit in a bassinet or sit in a bouncer. And I think the, and I did have mommy brain a lot of the time. I couldn't remember, you know, I had no idea what day of the week it was. Um, but I think it was so important to make lists for myself and with my first, not so much with my second and my third, cause it became too much. But I, um, I always made sure that I took a shower. I put on makeup. I put on clothes that wasn't covered in baby puke. Um, and I, acted like a boss. You need to, um, you need to feel the way you want to be perceived behind your computer, right? So we're not always going to look perfect like we do on our Instagram photos or on our bios for our websites. Um, because those are, those are made to look, be the best representation of ourselves. But on any particular day where you're completely sleep deprived and have slept two or three hours, it probably gives me 25% more energy to get up, shower, and get dressed, 
and be ready for my day to sit at my desk to feel like I'm the owner of a business that that um, is doing really well. That advice is absolutely everything. I think that um, the phrase fake it till you make it is misleading because people think that that means that they need to not be authentic. But I think that when you are being authentic but you are preparing yourself for who you want to be, that it makes a big difference on your mindset and also on your outcome. Uh, Megan, as our mindset coach, do you have any in, any input on that? Yeah, I was just going to say I read a book last year called Rules, Rules for Renegades, and I forget who the author was, but um, she was basically one of the first women in the tech industry in the 80s, and she worked with men like Bill Gates and you know, people like that. So very male dominated, um, uh, industry that she was working in. And one of the things that she, like people kept saying to her was, you know, exactly what you said, Raywin, fake it till you make it. And it was, um, she really hated that saying. And so she kind of changed it to her own thing to say, act it until you are it, which feels much more authentic and much more um, uh, just more real because you can you, you can act like a CEO or you can you can act like um, you know whatever position that you're you're vying for for your company or for your industry that you're going for you could acting like it feels a lot better and more wholesome to who you are as an individual than faking it does, if that makes sense. I mean, it's it's really interesting that you, that you talk about faking it, and I know we've heard so much lately about authenticity and, and being true to yourself, and, and I've been speaking a lot about that. Um, and if you guys Google Lovely Little Design Co., you'll find that it used to be Lovely Little Paper Co., and with Lovely Little Paper Co., I had four different logos, I believe. Um, my five-year business anniversary just passed January 22nd. Woohoo! Um, but I did Lovely Little Design Co. and I redid my branding and redid my website. And a lot of, like, my family members would say, but that's not you. Like, it's not florally, it's not colorful. And I was like, no, but that's what I used to do was me trying to be who I thought I people wanted to see and what people wanted to see and they were very trendy and they were very directed towards what the industry standard for design and color and style was but the problem with doing that is that it's not timeless so my branding now is very simple and very clean and I like that like I dress mostly black white gray and I find that it allows for my personality to come out right so if your branding's very simple or the way that you dress is very simple um, then the rest of you can shine because when you have so much information on a website or within your branding colors and styles um, nothing else comes through your voice doesn't come through Alex oh my just like Steve Jobs when they're black and gray <laughs> It doesn't help that I haven't lost the baby weight yet. <laughs>
Hey man, those colors work. They're like you said, they're timeless. They're classic. And I love, love, love that you said that it um, makes your personality stand out because it's true. I mean, not to say that dressing in bright colors or wearing bright makeup or covering your body in tattoos is not also letting your personality come out because that tends to be how I am. But I think that when it comes to putting too much information out there and overwhelming people on the internet or in your designs, I think that it's so important to remember that, like you said, something that is timeless is going to go a little bit further than something that's going to be with the current trends. Absolutely. And I think I, one of the great parts of my business is I started out doing branding when I was working in marketing. Um, and then when I started my own business, I started doing wedding invitations because that's where I was at that time in my life. I was de designing invitations for myself and some of my friends. Um, and I designed so many invitations because I had no idea what I wanted that I said, hey, I have a full collection of 30 invitations here that I can put on my website and start my business. Um, and wedding invitations are great because they follow the trends. So I get to try new things every single time I put a new invitation in my collection or I design a new custom design for a client. But I've grown into doing back into adding branding into my business, which has been a natural progression, which I think is so important. And I've learned a lot about myself is that the weddings and doing and I also do greeting cards for stores is my creative get to be fun get to try new trends but the branding is really where I get to use my skills and the assets that I learned in school and through working in marketing and it's really it's disciplined me as a person and a business owner because you need to plan and you need to have structure um, and a lot of my business used to just be like woohoo I got another client let's work let's keep going let's keep going let's keep going and now there's a lot more structure like I have client processes and workflows in place um, and I've had to I've had to run my life that way now that my oldest is in school my middle's in preschool and I still have a, a baby who's going to be two in May but I've really had to structure my life almost like workflows right and there's always wrenches thrown in but I I find structure is really really important to run a business and to to grow people like routine and children like routine and clients like routine right so it, it all works together i love that you put your brand together so that it is uh your creative outlet and also your skills that really is like melding it together and i think that sometimes we feel like oh no, the things that I like to do and the things that I have skills in do not match together. This makes me think of the blogger and businesswoman uh, behind and possibly dinosaurs. She has an online community that helps women start their blogs and businesses with web and graphic design, but then she also talks about being a feminist and everything that goes along with that women's rights and all this stuff on her blog as well so 
it's crazy to see like those two really opposite things and I think when they tell us that we need to niche down and to get get really get there to that genius spot we think that that means we have to get rid of all of our other stuff but it doesn't it's just finding that spot for you Yeah, I have to agree with that because, you know, having a niche is great, but as individuals, we're not niche people. We have a lot of different interests and passions and um, hobbies that we participate in or are interested in. And if somebody told us that we had to choose only one hobby for the rest of our life, I feel like that would be very stifling for so many people. I know I would definitely rebel against that, so I completely agree that it's awesome to be able to have a broad perspective like that and have that online presence that allows that and fosters that type of um, mindset. I completely agree with you, Megan. And I think another really important thing um, that I'm noticing in business is transparency. Um, I want people to know that I'm a mom. I want people to know that, you know, I struggle sometimes with, with getting an idea out or, or, you know, communicating my ideas, my visions properly for my brand. Um, and I started a blog probably six months ago. Um, just for my business, I called it lovely little design life. It was pretty easy. Um, but I, I find when attracting the right clients and the right kind of jobs that I want to work on people need to know who I am and where I come from in order to know if we would work well together I always do um, either a Skype session or a phone call which is just like a, a consultation kind of like let's see if we can be friends because to be quite honest with you I find that I have to be able to have a relationship with my clients because if they're going to be open with me and I'm going to be open with them we need to be able to communicate properly and on the same level um, so I think that's a really important thing and then and then the direction that my business has gone towards I'm working with a lot of clients right now that are in the baby and mommy space which is very cool because that's exactly who I am So Alex, we don't want to keep you and we like to keep our episodes really on the shorter side because a lot of our listeners are like you. They're moms who are busy and if they aren't moms, they are entrepreneurs who are working on their side hustle as well. So we know how busy and crazy life can get and we are so appreciative of everything that you have um, shared with us today and you really like it's really inspiring to see how you found your passion and how you found it to meet your truth on this journey. And that's my daughter. She just wanted to give some input. So um, as we wrap up, Alex, oh, Mickey Mouse is over, guys. We better put Mickey Mouse back on. So as we close up, we were just wondering if you have a tip for finding that genius space that you found. And I know you talked a lot about authenticity and I think that that plays a huge role in it. But um, if you just had one tip you had to give someone who was 
on that journey trying to find where their passion meets their truth and if you have any other resources too we would love if you could share that um i think it happens when you take chances um and i i used to be a big planner and like i said then i had three kids in three years um but um when you take chances and when you allow yourself to truly be open about how you got to where you are in that moment and to think about where you want to go and who you want to be um, and you take a chance do something that's scary like we hear that all the time and amazing things happen and it's true um, I've been reading a lot of self-help books um, you are a badass by Jen Sincero is one of my favorites um, I've also been reading nasty galaxy by um, Sophia Amoruso um, and I read Girl Boss by her as well. Um, they're very empowering and they and there's a lot of pieces that you can take away into your everyday life. Um, so I think take chances and amazing things happen. Awesome. Phenomenal advice. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. Are there any resources or communities that we sh could keep in touch with you on? Absolutely. Um, so I do have a chat with us on my website. So I have people ask me questions all the time. Um, and they even go into my blog and ask me questions. Um, I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups that I really love right now that are very supportive for women, especially women with some of them for women, uh, entrepreneurs with children. Um, I love boss moms. I think it's great. And they also have a retreat. Um, I'm part of savvy business owners, which is phenomenal. Facebook page. Um, I really like the Think Creative Collective and Elevate and Cultivate Design Collaborative. So I really like um, these. I, I find Facebook groups a really great way because I sit behind a computer a lot of the time um, to get out there in the world, even if it's just um, on Facebook. Uh, we are a community. Um, and I think it's really important to work together and I'm always down for a phone call or a Skype chat or, um, and I'm very open and transparent in my business and about myself. So anybody ever has any questions, feel free to contact me, um, through my website or my phone number is also there. Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. We are so excited and so happy that you could share all of this knowledge with our listeners, especially because I think that we don't focus on our gut and on trusting and taking chances. And I think that if anyone can understand how beneficial it is, it's gonna definitely happen after listening to this episode. So thank you everyone for listening and thank you again, Alex, for joining us. We really had a blast. Thanks so much for having me and it was great meeting you ladies as well. Luckily, Paw Patrol stayed on the entire episode. Meanwhile, Mickey Mouse ended quite a few times. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. Episode 21 is sponsored by Pam of Little Learning Moments. Pam strongly believes that all kids can love learning if they're simply given the right tools and experiences. That's why she started the Little Learning Moments community. This free online community focuses on sharing activities and support for all kids and their caregivers.
she invites you to check out the community at facebook.com slash groups slash little learning moments. Thank you so much for sponsoring us, Pam.